Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Aaron Gordon. We are back here with the Aaron Gordon Podcast. Make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and make sure that you guys tune in to all these, you know, different episodes of things. But all in all, you know, I have a really big question just to, you know, post to you guys. And the question is, is, is the world catching up to American basketball? And I think that that's a question that we've asked ourselves. Um, you know, just with the recent success of other countries, um, seeing national players from other teams such as Luka Doncic, uh, seeing uh, Nikola Jokic, you know, et cetera, Jamal Murray and other, you know, dominant players from uh, outside of the United States dominate, you know, the game of basketball here in just the past, you know, three or four years. Something that we quite haven't necessarily ever seen before um, in the game of basketball. And I, like a lot of people have asked me, you know, you know just over the case of that, because obviously, um, I have Bahamian roots. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of people who know who I am know that, you know, I'm re- I'm well-traveled. Uh, my family's well-traveled and, you know, we play, you know, all across the world. My brother Evan has played um, in China the past, you know, five or six years. So uh, we have a good gist of, you know, where the game is going across the country, um, how other people train and uh, pretty much the exposure that other players are getting. And I want to really, you know, answer that question before we went forward, because I know a lot of people have that, you know, desiring question, you know, seeing what's going on. Why are, you know, the the United States women team losing? Why is the United States men's team losing? Something that we haven't really ever necessarily seen before at this magnitude, like how we've seen here in the past, like two or so years, two or three years. Obviously, yes, they've lost the game before. Um, you know, everyone knows no one's unbeatable, but now we're really starting to see, you know, teams kick the United States butt um, just over, you know, over the course of an entire year, an entire Olympics, an entire FIBA bat. Like, you're starting to see this, uh, you know, pretty readily now. So I just want to really answer the question and, um, you know, really just give you three reasons why um, it is yes and no. So um, here we go. So I first wanted to answer this question by, you know, just talking to y'all about like, there's a different style to, you know, overseas basketball, what, you know, a lot of people call the FIBA rules. And I really noticed that uh, when my college team played in Canada, uh, it's a very different game. You know, players are a lot more physical. Um, It's not necessarily that they're stronger. They play a lot more physical. The rules are a little different. Um, The three-point line is closer. So a lot of things that a lot of players normally work on in terms of Euro steps, shooting from deep, um, you know, certain things that a lot of NBA players uh, per se really work on college players going into pro uh, that, you know, a lot of players like me who work on, who's a, you know, a guard in college. Um, that is very, I will be honest, that is very useless in the, in the pro game of, you know, FIBA um, overseas because then one day are very physical when you drive, um, the three point line is shorter. So, I mean, shooting deep, it can be, um, you know, useful, but it's not the same, uh, you know, certain things like that is different. It's a different style of play. Um, I think that the bigs are not quite as athletic, which makes them become more of a effect on the court, you know, in terms of being better screen setters, being able to pass out the post, being able to pass from the top of the key. Something that a lot of bigs you see from a lot of universities and, you know, and obviously in the pro game that normally struggle with, they're normally uh, players that normally like to catch rebounds. I mean, not in you know, catch lobs and rebound, uh, you know, certain things like that. And I mean, that's definitely not a knock because, you know, especially in a pro game with 24 seconds on the shot clock, having a big that can pass really doesn't matter quite as much. Um, obviously you, you see Jokic, who's very, who's very, very good at that. But, 
you know, for most bigs, it's really useless because most bigs um, are better used in the paint. Um, they're better used getting rebounds, boards, uh, you know, running up the court, certain things like that. So the style is, like I said, the style is very different. And when it comes to the United States game, that's something that we really don't pride ourselves on with our bigs is, you know, necessarily a skill level. It's more about toughness and, uh, you know, not getting beat to the ball and, you know, not giving up rebounds. We've always taught our bigs, you know, in the United States that really from day one, um, because the bigs used to be so dominant in the pro game and in college, um, you know, they, they were always going to get the ball down low. And do you not, in, in terms of, um, you know, especially in Europe, the bigs never really got the ball down low. Um, they've always had to, you know, learn how to play with others, learn how to set good screens, learn how to make jump shot free throws. Uh, certain things like that. So that's what's been, you know, given a lot of, you know, United States teams trouble. And it's not that they're better. They're just better utilized for the game. And it's a very different game when bigs now have to step out on the court. And um, it's very foreign to a lot of centers. So that is a very stylistic thing right there that I think a lot of people really gloss over when it comes to the, you know, international game versus the American game. Also, that brings me back, uh, you know, pretty much my next point. There's a different type of training, like I told you, um, you know, earlier. The training in the international game is taught at a young age of a very different level. Um, I think here in the United States, obviously, you know, my family has a basketball academy. Um, well, two, my brother Evan has one, my dad has one. You know, Eric, he trains most of the offseason. He, he really didn't play that much. I don't really like to play that much during the um, you know, during the off season. So um, we're very much in the line of what the international game is in terms of teaching players uh, new skills, uh, different developments, uh, teaching people how to make jump shots, uh, proper passes, uh, you know, working on defensive slides. I know that, you know, that's not all, in, you know, corporate of the game, um, but, you know, a lot of American players grow up over the summer. They play a ton of AAU basketball then they play um, really over the spring and summer. And then they play a little bit of fall league, open gyms and, and you know, in the fall. And then they obviously have the basketball season and then they do that and they repeat, repeat, repeat until they graduate. And then pretty much once you get to college, same thing, you know, you play a ton in the summer and then the spring, and then you do um, a ton of pickup games and stuff, you know, fall getting ready, uh, training camp, and then you play. So. Um, a lot of the skill development is very, very, very different. Um, and uh, a lot of European players, a lot more skilled. Um, and it's a lot, like I said, a lot of it's because of the game. Um, there's a longer shot clock. So, um, you know, pretty much if you're in the United States with you not being able to be very physical, um, especially, you know, once you get, you know, above the three point line, you really can't be very physical. It's very easy to get around people. Um, so the skill development of getting on pivots, foots, getting on two feet, um, you know, making sure that you throw proper outlet passes really doesn't matter. As long as you are able to beat your defender and make good decisions at the rim, dynamic plays, uh, showing your athletic ability, that is, you know, pretty much the key in, you know, succeeding in the United States even at the college level, which, you know, that's changed a lot too, especially with the shot clock. Going from 35 to 30, I was actually able to do that. And now the three-point line is a lot deeper now versus my freshman year. So um, obviously there's been a huge jump in just that. Now all of a sudden the college game is pretty much like the professional game of the NBA now. And um, it's, uh, it's a big adjustment. So 
you know, now the American game from, you know, now high school, now where most high schools are now starting to have a shot clock. Um, the skill development of training is a lot different. Um, you're probably not going to have to teach people how to be a press breaker now um, because most teams probably won't press anymore now with a shot clock. Um, certain things like that, the IQ level of the game probably will not be as good. And like I said, these aren't knocks. But what I'm saying is, is most of these, you know, players grew up wanting to play Division One basketball. They grew up wanting to play in the NBA. And um, that's not what you need. You, you really don't need to learn how to break a press breaker uh, for the most part anymore. Um, it's changed a lot. You really don't have to learn, you know, how to really pivot quite as much because they're not going to let you foul out top of the key. So, you know, they're not going to let you play as physical. So as long as you can blow by past your defender, you should be fine. Um, you know, certain things of the, the game that have changed now, you know, you don't really have to worry about making mid-range jump shots because um, there's such a big difference in, you know, the, the three-point line and the mid-range jump shot to, uh, you know, obviously a layup or, you know, a really close shot. So uh, shooting those shots really aren't the best anyway either. So, I mean, all in all, um, that's a big difference in just why you train in the training. Um, they grow up. And, you know, things are just a little bit different in that in that sense. So pretty much to my last and final point, um, like I said, the exposure to basketball is very different. Um, my brother Evan, he has a, a academy over in China right now, and they are nothing but basketball, sleep basketball, school, wh whatever the case may be. It's a little bit different than here. Now you have to worry about these sponsorships now. Um, the exposure to the game is now very big in AAU, it's very big in college. Now uh, college athletes can get sponsored. Um, you know, all these colleges have these huge, um, you know, sponsorship deals, shoe sponsorship deals with Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, um, et cetera. And what's happening now is, is you're really starting to see um, just the focus and everything on the, on the amateur game of basketball really start to, you know, spread away. And now you're starting to see a lot, a lot of, the you know derails of how the progresses of players you know look and um, now a lot of people are putting a lot more emphasis on the AAU game. Um, there's a lot of players that can play professionally right now that are 15, 16 years old, but they never do. Overseas, there's a lot of people who are playing professionally at 15, 16 years old that learn how to play the game, play against grown men, etc. Um, you know, you're starting to see guys who are top 100 players kind of just not play you know, basketball in general. They, they don't play AAU. They normally don't even play school a lot now. Um, they may go to a prep school. Like, so the the way how people are looking at the game is very, very different now. Um, Cause you're just starting to see the exposure a lot different. It's very different in overseas. Cause if you're ready to play in high school, kind of just have to just sit there. And I know that, you know, that's coming from someone whose brother was, you know, the second rated player in the country, he really didn't have anything to, you know, really go against him. You know, it was just, you know, he just went out there and did his thing and just kept getting better. But, you know, for the other, you know, 80 or so players out of the top 100, um, it's very hard to keep that up. And um, that is, that is you know, a really tough thing in terms of the exposure, how, how people are not able to necessarily get to where they want to go to, um, certain things like that. And I think when you look at the international game, once you're ready to make that step up and play pro, you're able to. Um, if you feel like you need an academy to get better, you go and do it. Um, and it's backed up a little bit better. So 
Um, all in all, you just it, it's just a better system and the exposure is getting a lot better. And it, obviously everyone knows when that started. That started, um, we know when the Dream Team, you know, went to Barcelona and, you know, things were just a little different then. But um, all in all, just just having that, that mind frame and that vision to, you know, what exactly international basketball is um, for people who don't necessarily understand, um, you know, that's really important. So I really just want to make this video just to share with you guys certain things that I've realized and I know, um, you know, why the game is really catching up because it's not necessarily that it's, you know, catching up, it's a different style. The way things are um, change and is it catching up as a whole? I guess you could say so. But I mean, it's not like, um, you know, these countries have better systems or whatever the case may be, it's just different. So um, when asking yourself that question, is it catching up? Yes, is it better? Or is there any other systems that are better? Possibly depending on how you look at it. But all in all, the United States is definitely the premier place of basketball still. I mean, it really doesn't matter. If you take a look at this, the universities, if you take a look at just how NBA basketball is, I mean, all these players are coming over here to play in the NBA. Um, the format is just way better, but um, in terms of how the amateur game is brought up, um, I'm gonna sit here and be on a limb and say, the United States amateur, you know, realm is, you know, it's not as good as a lot of other places. Um, just being completely honest, just in how it's formatted. But yes, the best players in amateur are here in the United States, to answer your question. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, tell me you guys' opinions, because I know a lot of people have, you know, different ones on this topic. Um, I know this may strike people the wrong way, but I just want to give a, a pure, honest opinion on, you know, what I think and um, how everyone should feel. But all in all, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we are out.